Thank you for joining me for Boom, I Quit. This is episode two. I am Shay Cannon. This podcast is about my first year in business as a full-time entrepreneur. I was a litigation paralegal hybrid at a top law firm here in Atlanta, Georgia, and my total income was in the six figures. But my life, my life, I felt like I was being held hostage. Most days, I didn't know what time I would get off. And get this, I had a one-hour commute to work and one-hour commute home, Atlanta, Georgia. Let me tell you, 24 miles away from my house, and it takes me an hour to get to work and an hour to get home because thank you, Atlanta, Georgia, traffic. So not even the distance, but the traffic. So can you imagine what life is like starting your day off with traffic? So let me give you guys a little background. I am what they call a serial entrepreneur. I've had many businesses in my lifetime, from selling candy in middle school to eventually selling Easter baskets, having sold purses, and then selling jewelry. Well, in 2013, I wrote and self-published my first book. This led a lot of people to ask me, you know, how did you write your book? And, you know, how did you self-publish it? How did you publish your book? Because I was kind of successful in my marketing for that book. Um, I even made Amazon bestseller for that book. And everybody wanted to know how I did it. So many people asked me past my immediate contacts that I realized, hey, this is a business opportunity. And that led me to creating Shaycanon Publishing and helping people to self-publish their books by providing the the services, you know, the, the editing and the formatting and the uploading to Amazon and all this good stuff. And so that was my new business. And I felt good about it because I knew what I was doing. I was able to do it for other people and it became a passion. Well, in 2015, I realized I didn't quite have enough clients that wanted to publish books because weren't enough people really writing books that could be writing books. So I got into being an author coach. And what I did was I taught people that writing books, whether it be, you know, sharing your story or it be sharing your expertise, is not as hard as they think it is. Now, I don't know about you, but I grew up um, with all kinds of movies showing that people go away for months on end in a cabin, you know, and they write a book and it takes them all of these months or even a year before they can even um, publish their book. So that's what's in most people's mind, that writing a book is time consuming and it takes months or even years. Um, I do remember Stephen King taking years, but those were some thick books. So I can kind of see those taking a while, but it doesn't have to be that way. And so I taught people my method for writing books so that they can get their book out in a more time, a less time consuming um, period and also still have a good quality product, right? Now, in June 2016, I made the move of hiring a business and branding coach. Shout out to Jay Stone. That's jstone.com. And my goal was to take my business that now had a little more revenue in it, but it wasn't quite consistent. I wanted to move and just leave corporate America. And my goal was to do that in 2019. And so hiring this business and branding coach um, was to get me to my goal of coming totally out of corporate and either replacing my six-figure income or at least living a great quality of life, even if it's not 
as as much money as six figures, right? Because you don't necessarily need six figures to be happy. Well, some of us don't. Now, after hiring my branding coach and really working on my business and really attracting more clients and 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 you know getting a, a steady amount of work in, well, the atmosphere on my job kind of declined. Uh, you know, I didn't want to be there. Uh, the politics, the, you know, the, the, the company politics was just getting on my nerves. The policies they would try to enforce that didn't have us as the workers in mind. Uh, it, it was getting to be all too much. Also, I was at a point in my business where the job kind of got in the way of me having time to work on my business. So I had enough clients and enough things going on to where I kind of needed more of my own time to build my business. And so getting that point, well, I, I, every day just got harder and harder to come to somebody else's job and work on somebody else's dream. Well, in October of 2017, it was my 46th birthday. I came into the job and yeah, I wasn't really feeling it. And so I just started thinking about my life and I was like, this is not what I want. I can't wait until I don't have to come on someone else's job anymore. Well, that was a Tuesday. The next day on a Wednesday, I got called into a meeting by one of my attorneys where he kind of complained about some stuff and he talked about some other stuff and they talk, he talked about some new policies. And I remember sitting there in that chair and, and listening to him and thinking, I don't want to do this anymore. I think I want to quit. Now I'm trying not to be too hasty. So I said, this is what I'm, I'm going to go home. I'm going to sleep on it. I'm going to pray and talk to the Lord and I'm going to see you know, how will I feel tomorrow? Maybe I'll feel better tomorrow. I've had these days before. Thursday, I get to work and I look around and yeah, I still want to quit. So I clean out my office. Um, I take home all of my stuff. You know, we tend to acquire things at the office once you've worked at a job um, for years. And so I took all of my personal things home. I took all of my personal files home. I cleaned off my personal attachments off of their, the work computer. Now, you couldn't really tell, you know, in my work area that I had taken everything home, but it did look mighty clean and organized. Um, I came in that Friday and I was like, yeah, I'm going to make it official today. So around noon, I quit. I gave my resignation and I gave my two-week notice. The end of that notice and my last day in corporate America was October the 20th, 19, I'm sorry, 2017. That was my last day. I left that job with drive, one business to business client, and half a plan. So in this podcast, let me tell you, I just want to share my journey. Um, I just want to tell you guys the good, the bad, and the ugly of how I'm making it. Um, what are my obstacles? What is it really like to come out of corporate America in a steady paycheck and try to make it on just your own genius and your own elbow grease. What is that like? You should hear by now that being an entrepreneur is not easy. However, some things are not told to you until you get into this thing. So let me tell you, it's kind of like marriage. Until you actually are married, you don't know what it feels like to be married. So until you actually are a full-time entrepreneur, some of those things that you tend to lean on when you have a job also, yeah, all of that safety net goes away and it's a totally different world. So my podcast is to share those things with you. 
it's not a fancy podcast. You know, I'm not going to have intro music and outro music. Well, not yet anyway. Um, this is really a grassroots down to earth uh, podcast. And I'm sorry, there may be some cussing. I love the Lord, but I do cuss. Um, but what I want you guys to do is I want you to cheer my successes. I want you to support me through my losses, but I want us all to learn from it. If there is anything in my journey that the reason why I'm sharing it is that you guys can learn from my mistakes and you can learn from what actually works for me. So I'll be sharing different resources, people, my business besties. If you don't have a business bestie in this lonely entrepreneurial life, you need to get a business bestie. And every now and then, as I go along with my podcast, I want to have guest gurus, people who can come in and kind of help us as entrepreneurs and experts to kind of do better in areas that are not my expertise in particular. So Again, this podcast will be near daily, which means my goal is every weekday, but I might not make it and I'm an entrepreneur, so I design my own life, so near daily. Um, None of these podcasts will last more than 30 minutes. I know you guys are busy and you don't want to hear me go on and on for over 30 minutes, but I'll be sharing my day, sharing my, just whatever is going on. So let's get into it. Today, today, this is the second episode. I'm very proud of the first episode, let me tell you. I released it, I got great feedback, and my fellow entrepreneurs, you know, they're feeling me. And so I hope you, if you're just now tuning in, I hope that you stay the journey with me and that you also give me your feedback too. Well, let me tell you, today it was cold outside. It was, um, I think it was a high of 34 with a low of 18. Yeah, I'm not feeling it. And I feel sorry for all of the Facebook posts of everybody I saw who took screenshots of their dashboard with the external temperature and, you know, how much they are bundled up and how they had to brave the, 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 not the snow, but the cold to get to work. Today is a good day for me because I did not have to brave the cold to get to work. I did not have to worry about leaving my house and feeling uh, old man winter below. And I do not miss people coughing and sneezing on the job and popping emergencies and, and all kind of vitamins trying not to get sick. I don't remember, oh my gosh, I can't remember a season, a cold season where somebody didn't infect me and I wasn't sick and I had things to do. But I don't miss that at all. So for you guys still out there in corporate America and working on your dream, protect your your health because it's hard enough to work a full-time job and come home to work on your dream. And then somebody from the full-time job gets you sick. And the full-time job is what pays the bills. So that's where you put all of your energy. And you get home and you have no more energy for your dream because they have infected you. I do not miss that. I do not miss having to buy Lysol and spread it everywhere. I do not miss having to take the emergencies and, um, you know, just, just trying to keep away from the sick people. I don't know why people come to work sick, but I don't miss that crap at all. That's one thing I thought about today. Now, that was a win. Let's talk about a loss because I did promise to be transparent, right? So let's talk about a loss. This is Tuesday. It's the second day of the new year. I debuted a new membership program on the last week. And um, between being tired and having a lot to do in my business and a lot to do on my business and some things to do for my clients, um, 
Yeah. I didn't really publicize that, that membership program the way that I should have, the way that I could have. Now, did I get members to join? Yes, I did. In fact, I got the minimum that I wanted, but it could have been so many more if I had just planned my week better and carved out that time that was needed to really recruit people into this program because the program is fantastic, let me tell you, right? But we as experts and entrepreneurs know it doesn't matter how fantastic our programs are. Just because we build them does not mean they come. We have to get the word out ourselves. We have to work on this stuff and, and, and create content and we have to, you know, create some buzz and, you know, get people to talk. And so we get word of mouth and we have to encourage people to tell other people all of these things. And I did none of that last week, none of that. And in my head over the holiday weekend, I said, you know what, don't worry about it this week. You'll do better. So this week, my plan was, you know, I'm going to get up early and, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to put this content out at a certain time because I know this week is going to be hectic for my clients because we're all coming back off of the holiday and everybody's expecting their deliverables and all of these things. So I have one time slot early in the morning where I can really get out content and get people into this program. Yesterday, I didn't do it. I said, well, it's a holiday. You know, nobody's really going to be up that early anyway. Um, I'll just wait till tomorrow. Enter today. Yeah, nothing. So what is my plan for the rest of the week? Do I let that stop me? Do I just decide, you know, I didn't work the plan as I planned it and so the plan is dead? Or do I recoup from that and 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 reorganize and say, this is what I'm going to do and come up with a new plan. Well, my goal is to come up with a new plan. I guess I'll be reporting tomorrow whether or not I executed that plan because I haven't done it last week. I didn't do it this week. Um, so far anyway. So my goal, and this is a thing I know that will come in and out as a problem as a full-time entrepreneur, which is following your plan. Following your plan as you planned it and being ready to pivot when the plan goes awry. So that's the muscle that I'm going to strengthen. That is the thing that I'm going to focus on. I'm not going to focus on what I didn't do. I'm going to focus on what I still can do. And I'm going to get it done. And I can't wait to report to you guys tomorrow that I did it. Let's talk about something else that happened today. Let's end on a good note. For the members that have already joined that great program that I have, um, if you are an early bird registrar for that program, I gave away a free one-on-one -on -one strategy session. Well, I guess I should just stop talking around it, right? So I have this membership program, and it's called Content College. And it is for my experts and my entrepreneurs, people like you, and it's to help you guys to create your content strategically, and be consistent with your content and connect to your ideal clients with your content. And so I created this membership program where you pay month to month. Um, and every month we have trainings and we have every week we have um, time where we sit down, we plan our content, we create it, we plan it, and we execute it. 
Um, so it's like a, sec a sacred space, right? I take questions, we brainstorm a little bit, but then we have time where we're all quiet and we're all working together. So we saving, we're saving space and we're getting it done. So that's actually a part of a program that you take this time and create it and execute it and plan it, right? Well, like I said, those who registered early, I gave them a free one-on-one -on -one session, which that session is valued at $197. And in that session, you, you end up getting a basic content plan, a content roadmap. So I talked to the member about their business. I found out about their products, about their services. I find out about what time of year they usually do what. And what I do is I basically marry business coaching with content coaching. And I come up with a plan that's almost like a business plan, content plan hybrid. Okay. so. I knew that this plan was a great thing. I knew that this plan would help entrepreneurs to really be ready for the year of content and that would help them to be consistent. What I didn't know was how valuable entrepreneurs in the session with me would see it. So today I had one of those sessions and this, this client of mine, after I got done, she was really like, wow, you know, um, she really feels ready. She really feels like she's clear on not just her content, but a little more clear on her business and how to run it a little bit better. And, you know, she asked me, she said, okay, I got this session for free. How much is it regularly? And I told her, you know, it's, it's 197. I thought about dropping the price down to 97. And she said, no, no, don't drop the price down. If anything, it should be more than 197 because the value that you just gave me and the clarity that I just got is priceless. And what that conversation did for me was it didn't just make me feel good. It didn't just remind me that my genius is worth something. It reminded me not to lowball myself. You know, sometimes when we're just starting out, we know we're good. We're trying to get other people to know we're good. So we're trying to help as many people as we can. And we come in with these low prices, right? Nothing wrong with having an introductory price, but the price that you settle on should be great. And, and the conversation I had with this woman about how great she felt like my session was and how she's had sessions with, you know, other people and it wasn't as good and she's paid more money and, and she felt the worth and the value that I really put into my session. And one of the things that, another thing that she said to me was, you don't just help with a content plan. She said, I can tell that what you do is you, you give your everything in that session. She said, I can tell you gave me information that you clearly could have charged separately for, but you gave it to me because you knew I needed it. That felt good. That felt good. It, it was definitely confirmation. One of the things that I include on um, my payment receipts is this blurb from, from me. And it's a quote that I, I love to use because I am a very giving and generous person. And I've had to learn not to give it all away for free. I've had to learn that, especially being out of corporate America, I have to start charging what my services are worth and what my market can hold. But I'm still grateful. I'm still appreciative. And inside, I'm still generous and overgiving 
an overgiving person. So one thing I say in my confirmation emails when you purchase something from me is I thank you for investing, investing into yourself by investing in me and that I will overgive in value to make sure that you succeed. So today in talking to my client, she confirmed that I am still doing that. And for that, I feel like this is something I can definitely build upon and be successful in my business. I don't have to change who I am. I don't have to change being a giving, generous person to have a business. I simply need to make sure I charge where I can still live. I charge where my business is successful and then I can still be me because my overgiving is worth something. So you experts, you entrepreneurs out there, I just want to remind you, you don't have to not overgive. You just have to make sure that you're not shortchanging yourself when you do. All right, guys, thanks for joining me for this second episode. I am Shay of the Expert Hub with Shay Cannon Publishing. I help experts to be noticed and paid as the expert. This podcast is my journey into full-time entrepreneurship, my first year. Um, Get you a business bestie. Until you get a business bestie, I'll be your, your business bestie. Thank you for joining me. I'll talk to you soon.